Talk Radio 96.7. We are set to talk sports this next hour with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. Sports Central is what's on the radio. Brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside. And your host this afternoon is Chris Caprios. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the big show on this Thursday afternoon. You've got the, I don't know, I guess it's not probably not even the a team b team even c probably like the l team today <laughs> chris and josh wish with you on this thursday afternoon and uh eric said we're supposed to talk sports but i don't know eric you've got me in the mood to talk about pollen now well, it's, uh, it's oak what, cedar it, juniper nettle. nettle i mean how can it, you how can it, you resist it's it's what we do <laughs> <laughs> but now we got a lot to talk about on this thursday afternoon uh, a lot going on in the world of sports as always but especially this time of year josh we are officially a week away from the opening day for major league baseball season We've got uh, basketball tonight to talk about, all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things on tap. I'm certainly <laughs> excited to, to uh, watch and uh, be, a, be a fan of sports in Polk County. Well, and since we don't have uh, any guests, that means that we ha- we have a lot of time to talk about all this stuff and that we, we, we designed the show that way. We knew there was so much to talk about. We didn't want to you know cut our guests off, but um, we'll get right into it with the, uh, the scoreboard, uh, the update for you. Uh, we have plenty of Major League Baseball action going on this afternoon as spring training actually wraps up where I think the, the Tigers only have a couple games left at home at uh, Publix Field at Joker Merchant Stadium, including a night game tomorrow night against the Pittsburgh Pirates. But today, they're on the road. Split squad, the dreaded split squad. Uh, half the team is down in, uh, in Sarasota for a game tonight against the uh, Baltimore Orioles, and the other half is over in Clearwater uh, they played the Philadelphia Phillies this afternoon. They lost four to one over there in Clearwater. I wonder how they picked that. Though. You think they just flip coin to see who goes to Sarasota, who goes to Clearwater? <laughs> I would hope it's not a short straw scenario, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, you're going to get to see a lot of pitching. You're going to split open both of their bullpens um, essentially. Yeah. So you know, I think it's it's some good looks, but uh, I'm sure the guys are dreading it right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they uh, they dropped to four to one and uh, against the Phillies and. I've been looking this season. I've been especially interested. I talked about this last time I hosted, and it was about three weeks ago, I guess. And they they asked me to come back, so I, I guess it wasn't that horrible. It's been a, it's been a long time, but um, every every game I check the box score to see how long the game took because mm-hmm. you know the pitch clock. I, I talked about it before. I, I did not like it as a baseball purist, I guess, but now um, being at a few games seeing how quick they go, but you don't really lose any of the, the feel of the game. You know, the game today down in, over in Clearwater, two and a half hours. And that's kind of a long time uh, now for these pitch clock games. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, you were averaging about three hours, a little over three hours a game last season. Now you have the pitch clock in place. Most games are averaging about two and a half hours. Some I've seen clocking it like right at two hours. That's crazy for a baseball game. Yeah, that's a very short game. But, I, you know, I think it uh, it helps some of the more novice fans uh, mm-hmm. keep, keep the interest a little high, higher. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, not that baseball has been lacking for interest, but uh, it, it'll certainly help. Yeah, and, and we have seen that. And, uh, and I think we'll continue to see it going into the regular season. Obviously, as you get into the regular season games, you'll have TV timeouts come into play and things like that. So it'll probably inch a little closer to three hours. But – that's still an improvement, um, and, I, and I said it last time. Uh, for those, I'm sure that that follow follow my every move, they probably remember what I said. But <laughs> um, I, I talked about it last time. The true test of the pitch clock is going to be Yankees Red Sox games because those are usually like four hour yep. affairs. Yeah. So if you can get those down to even a little under three, you're you're, you're winning. 
yeah, I think the the good, one good thing about it is you should still see some of your uh, your guys fresh come October. I mean, that's the goal, right? Is that yeah. you know you you limit injuries and and guys stay fresher longer. So yeah. So uh, again, Tigers lose today over in Clearwater to the Phillies, but they also have the other half of the team um, playing tonight down in uh, down in Sarasota against the uh, the Orioles. Um, so other scores from around the Grapefruit League today, because we don't care about the Cactus League out in Arizona. <laughs> we won't talk about them. But around the Grapefruit League, Boston beat Pittsburgh seven to four. The the uh, Yankees and Cardinals in the uh, ever popular tie, the spring training tie. Uh, one to one. I bet you. Let's let's check real quick. I, I didn't pull this up. We should be prepared. But that was a one to one game. You got to think that was a very quick game. Uh, low scoring affair. Two hours and three minutes. Wow. So uh, yeah, there you go. There's the it's pitch clock for close you. Close to the record, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also in action, uh, the uh, Braves and the Mets tied today too. Man. Wow. So for those of you that had the over under on ties for today uh, at, <laughs> at uh, one you uh, you win some money uh toronto beat minnesota 3 nothing and uh, there's some games tonight a lot of night games uh, going on around uh, actually around the grapefruit league a lot of them obviously out in out in arizona but um tonight uh houston hosts washington in a night game and like i said tomorrow night tigers their second and final night game of the spring uh, will be uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, against the Pittsburgh Pirates at Publix Field at Joker Marshall it's, Stadium. It's pretty awesome that they're bringing that back. I know uh, Ron mentioned a, a couple weeks back that it's it's been a few years since they've done night games. It seems like it's been really popular this year. Yeah, definitely. And uh, their last night game was was a huge hit. They had a great attendance at that one. It also happened to be during spring break for Polk County Schools. Yep. Uh, so a lot of kids were out of school, which was good. Perfect time. Um, so, yeah, it's it's – it's kind of sad to see that we start seeing Russ Matt baseballs kind of coming mm-hmm. to an end, spring training coming to an end. Um, the good thing is, the good news, the Tigers open their season here in St. Pete against the Rays next Thursday, um, and then they're here all, all weekend, obviously, for a series. So they're not going back north quite yet. And then also right behind them, you got the Lakeland Flying Tigers. They'll start their season up uh, in just a couple of weeks, about uh, less, a little less than a month away. They'll They'll get going for – for their uh, Florida State League season. Yeah, that's exciting for those that have uh, rehomed to Florida from Michigan. They get to, <laughs> they get to watch them for just you know one more week. So. Yeah, and, and then you have those that are down visiting, and we know a lot of people come down from Michigan to Certainly. to visit during spring training, watch games, enjoy the Florida sunshine. And those that stay a little bit after spring training ends can can watch some of those players uh, for the Flying Tigers. And and we always talk about it, and I'm sure we'll have uh, you know Zach Burek, Ron mm-hmm. Myers on uh, coming up soon, hopefully. Um, but it's not even about the the baseball on the field so much as just the entertainment value in the stands. There's always something going on. There's a special night every night, um, and it's fun just to watch some of the future stars play. Certainly, yeah. It's, there's a lot of excitement going around, and you know, as a as a young kid going to the ball field, it's always fun, you know, seeing somebody and then watching their progression as they you know come up to the the ranks and make it to the big league. So yeah. Well, and speaking of excitement, speaking of baseball, I got. Did you watch the World Baseball Classic at all? Did you see the final game the other night? Oh, yes, I get Japan. Yeah, that was <laughs> nuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta say, I, I have to admit, I was not a, uh, I was not a World Baseball Classic. Not that I wasn't a fan. I didn't follow it. I wasn't watching the pool game or the group play games. Um, but when it got to the tournament, and especially the other night, um, and I've got to say, you know, that it came down to everybody talked about. Well, mm-hmm. I wonder if Atani will pitch to Mike Trout. And not only does he pitch to him, it comes down to the bottom of the ninth, one-run game, 
two outs, and then not to mention it gets to a full count. I, I've got to think, I mean, in my life, I, I, there's a lot of moments you remember in sure. baseball that, you know, I remember the Braves back when they had their their dynasty teams with all the pitching and making it to the World Series, watching some of that stuff, and the Tigers team making it to the World Series a few years ago. But I'll always remember watching Otani pitch against Trout in the World Baseball Classic, full count. I mean, that was just a, what an epic moment yeah, that was. I don't think I could get any better than that. For for the excitement factor, I mean, the world baseball guys have to have to be pretty excited about that moving forward yeah. for the next years. Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, that'll be back in I think three years in twenty twenty six World Baseball Classic. But um, yeah, I got to say, like I said, I, I I admit that I wasn't that into it until it got into those final few games. But man, that's some exciting baseball to watch uh, as as they wrap that up. But uh, but Japan took it, and uh, now uh, Otani not only was he already was the most popular player in Major League Baseball, he's going into a free agent year next year. Not not obviously not right now, but after this season, I mean he is going to back up the Brinks truck, and yeah. he can take he he has an open checkbook. Whoever I mean they will they will write a check for whatever he wants. Um, Speaking of breaking records, he yeah, might, he might break another. Yeah. yeah. But and, and people have talked about it. How how in the world do the Angels have Mike Trout and Otani? And they don't even come close to making the playoffs. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Um, but we'll see what they do this season as uh, spring training wraps up. The teams head north and south and west and everywhere else. Um, but that's going to do it for our first segment. It, it went by fast. We only got to baseball. But we still have um, NCAA basketball. Yep. They are back in action tonight with the Sweet 16. We'll talk about that coming up after the break. Of course, we have the local update. The Lakeland Magic are in action tonight. We'll talk about that and a lot, lot more. Chris and Josh with you on this Thursday afternoon on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKN. Home 2 by Hilton brings you Sports Central this afternoon on Talk Radio 96.7. Let's get back to it with Chris and Josh. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the big show on this Thursday afternoon. And, uh, yeah, like Eric said, Chris and Josh with you. And uh, we just uh, wrapped up talking a little bit of Major League Baseball spring training, wrapping up uh, – Later this week, or end of the weekend, or into early next week, and then uh, they start playing for real next Thursday. Uh, like we said, the Tigers open up in St. Pete at the Trop, uh, playing the Rays. So that should be a good series to start off with. And then the Tigers' home opener up in Detroit is on uh, April sixth uh, against Boston Red Sox. So uh, there you go. Baseball is uh, is in full swing. How about that? Yes, sir. You get it. I like that. <laughs> but also going on right now, uh, the uh, NCAA tournament. You have your brackets filled out. I had mine. I had Purdue uh, winning it all, so that's not going so well for me. But um, the Sweet 16 starts back up, or the the tournament starts back up tonight after a few days off with the Sweet 16 and some really good games tonight. You have uh, a lot of the the upset teams will play tomorrow, but a lot of uh, low seeds playing each other tonight, starting at 6:30. Uh, Michigan State and Kansas State will be the first game of the night, uh, and that should be all of them should be good ones. I mean, as you know, as you've seen the tournament, you never know what's going to happen, but um, big game there uh, tonight. And uh, who do you like uh, in that one? I think I'm going to go with uh, Michigan State. You know, I, the I like upset. I like to go with the upset just because you know March Madness is always so crazy. You can never really tell. Well, Michigan State, I mean, they have, uh, you know, Tom Izzo. They, he's been there for about 150 years. Um, <laughs> has more, I think he has, I, I heard he has more tournament experience than all the coaches left in the tournament combined. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to think. But Kansas State's good. They're a good team. 
um, seven seed versus three seed. And again, that tips off uh, 6.30 tonight, about a half hour after we go off the air. So tune into that one. Um, that's going to be a good game. Starting it all off tonight and then right uh, after that on at 7.15, Arkansas, the eight seed, plays UConn, the four seed, um, in what will be another uh, good game um, tonight. Who do you, how about that one, Josh? I think I'm going to have to go with UConn on that. You know, Arkansas, um, although they're a really good team, you know, they've been struggling to shoot the three. UConn, you know, I think their defense is better and they're really good at, at pushing the three. So it, I think that that's going to kind of level the playing field. I think UConn takes that. Yeah, Arkansas coming off a big upset of the one seed Kansas. They beat them by one uh, to get to this game. And then UConn beat St. Mary's by 15. Uh, so that should be another good one there. Of course, uh, yeah, Arkansas not expected to be there. Everybody thought Kansas would make it out. But two number one seeds have gone down so far. Uh, then the the late games tonight uh, for those of you night owls, and uh, I say that uh, with a pun intended because the the first late game is the FAU Owls uh, playing Tennessee. Um, so FAU has been the team that's really surprised a lot of people. Yeah. They're coming in as a nine seed playing Tennessee, the four seed. Um, so uh, do you think they continue on with the Cinderella run? I I'd like to hope so. I just I just don't see them beating Tennessee. I think Tennessee is gonna gonna take that, and I think they're gonna take it by big. Yeah, I think I agree with that. You know, you look at the way FAU got there. They beat Memphis in, in what was an upset in a 9-versus-8 game, I guess. But then they, they, I guess you'll say, lucked out by playing Fairleigh Dickinson, <laughs> the 16 seed who nobody expected to be there. So, yeah, they had a little bit easier road than sure. than Tennessee who beat the, uh, the Raging Cajuns and then also beat Duke. Um, so, yeah, I think I agree. I think uh, Tennessee probably runs away with that one tonight. Um, and then the other late game – this is this is the I mean this could almost be a championship game for me. Say, yeah. um, Gonzaga UCLA nine forty five tonight on CBS. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think that's going to be the hardest one to call of all of them. I I think like you said, it's it's going to be a great game to watch. It's a little past my bedtime, but <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I think it, I think I read somewhere that it uh, it's a rematch from the championship game a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah. And the, the winner of that one will play the winner of Arkansas-UConn. So, um, and from here, I mean, every game in the tournament, even starting in the first round, is is always entertaining and fun to watch. But now you're getting down into uh, the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll see a lot of those tonight. And then tomorrow, uh, the, the they'll round out the Sweet 16. You've got Alabama-San Diego State tomorrow uh, at 6.30. Creighton-Princeton at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, and then let's see on the other side of the bracket. I'm looking at the bracket, not the schedule, so it takes a little longer. Xavier, Texas, 9:45 tomorrow night. That'll be another good one in a two-three matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the other side, you've got Houston, Miami, another good one. And I, I could see Miami upsetting Houston yeah. there as a five seed up over a one. Yeah, that's that's going to be a good game to watch. I'm I'm excited. I think that uh, they both had hard had a hard road and have both proved themselves. So it should be a good one. Yeah, and this is one of those years where you could see maybe none of the one seeds making it to the final four. It's possible. It's just so up in the air. So many good teams. A lot of parity throughout college basketball. And Certainly. you know, credit to the transfer portal or the NIL stuff. But um, it's uh, it's it's wide open. I think this year and and anybody can win it. Um, do you you have a pick for because uh, you know they may not ask us back uh, before the tournament ends. So, <laughs> any picks with who's left? Say you know, wipe your bracket clean. You could pick any of the teams left. Um, I didn't have them originally, but after watching some of the you know the games, I I just I don't see Alabama getting knocked off. I just think that they've been playing really strong, really physical basketball. So, I just I just don't see anyone stepping up. 
I'm going to go with, uh, I, like I said, don't don't take this to the bank at all because I had Purdue uh, in my bracket and they were done in the first round. But I'm going to go with just, I don't know, a wild card, I guess, for, in, in some regards, number three seed Kansas State. Okay. I think Kansas State is going to win the whole thing. Um, I, I like Alabama. They've had some a little bit of controversy off the court. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I could see Alabama win it, even Houston. But I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, – uh, again, don't don't put any. I'm, stock I'm just going to write it down just yeah, in case. Kansas it's a State, <laughs> Kansas State, put them down That's for great. me, and uh, let's see. I'm not putting any money on it, but I'll, I'll throw <laughs> that out there as my pick. Um, but uh, that that's your uh, tournament update. They should go back at it tonight. But staying on the basketball court, in action right across the street from us, uh, where we sit right now at RP Funding Center mm-hmm. tonight, the Lakeland Magic uh, with only cut that. Speaking of spring training almost ending, Lakeland Magic only a couple home games left this season. The tonight is one of them, uh, and they'll play uh, the Nets. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited about this game. I'm going to go check it out. Nice. Uh, you know, it starts at 7, I believe you mentioned. Uh, tickets are only or start only start at $13 if anyone wants to make their way down to the RP Funding Center. I did, I think you you actually mentioned it before the break, it is bobblehead night. So the first 1,000 fans that, that show up um, will actually receive a Markel Fultz. Bobblehead. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so. it was a, it was a mystery giveaway, I think, and then they revealed it a few days ago. So, yeah, Markel Fultz uh, bobblehead uh, tonight to uh, I think for the first thousand fans yep. that attend. Um, oh, again, over at the RP Funding Center's ticket still available, so get them now or walk up and and grab them. But it's it's great basketball. We talked about we're talking about the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Most of the players that are going to play in that game tonight probably played in the NCAA tournament. Certainly. These are. High-level uh, Division One uh, players that are making their way to the NBA, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. They just played the Nets earlier this week on Tuesday night. They, that was a close they, game. Close game, but they lost. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, we can we can change those tonight. So yeah, maybe you'll bring them good luck if uh, you're making it over there. You could be the good luck charm for the <laughs> the Lakeland Magic. Um, but like we said, they only have I think tonight and I think one more game, and then their home season is uh, is wrapped up for this year. Um, so got to get out there, check them out while you can. Uh, and then also in action, the the big club over in Orlando, they're playing tonight um, at home uh, against the New York Knicks. So uh, check out uh, the that game maybe when you get home, uh, watch the end of it or, or check it out might, on your phone. Maybe watch it on the phone. You, you can double dip a little bit. Yeah, they just, uh, they just uh, broke their losing streak the other night against the Wizards, and now they are back home against the Knicks uh, to play at 7 o'clock tonight. So uh, with that, we're going to take our break. It's halfway uh, through the big show tonight. We'll come back on the other side, give you a local update, tell you what's going on uh, with local events or or events that have been recruited here that are going on locally in some of our local uh, colleges and high schools. Stick around. Chris and Josh with you. We'll be right back on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Hey, let's get back into it. Sports Central second half kicking off right now, brought to you by the Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Your host this afternoon is Chris Caprios. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the big show on this Thursday afternoon. Chris and Josh with you. We don't, we don't get on here much, but uh, they need the ratings to come up, so that's why we're here, and uh, <laughs> I think we're, we're doing our job. But, uh, yeah, we got, we've been talking about a lot. If you're just joining us, you missed uh, the first half of the show, so we'll go ahead and just start over <laughs> and uh, cover everything we already did in the first segment. Uh, no, it's just... So, uh, we, yeah, we did talk baseball, though. Uh, it's uh, spring training coming to an end. Uh, Tigers still have a couple left. They have one tomorrow night uh, at home. And, yes, I said tomorrow night against the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Six o'clock start there. So, uh, for those of you that haven't been out to a game because they start in the middle of the day, there you go. It's a Friday night. No excuses. Get out there. Yep. 
Can't, you can't blame it on work. Yep. So uh, we're at that point. We talk uh, local update. Uh, we were wrapping it up. We talk Lakeland Magic. They play tonight uh, in a game Josh is going to. He'll bring him some good luck and uh, get that free Markel Fultz bobblehead. Um, here's to hope in. Yeah. And then the Orlando Magic are in action. Tampa Bay Lightning also in action. They just started a, uh, I think, a four-game uh, road trip way out west. Uh, they started off with a loss against Montreal. Uh, Tuesday, three to two. They play uh, again tonight in Ottawa against the Senators, another tough team. Um, the Lightning are they're, they're doing well. They're going to make the playoffs, but I don't know if they're starting to run out of gas. That team uh, has played a lot of hockey in the last few seasons. Yeah, yeah, and they've played high level hockey, and that, that yeah. starts to take a toll on some of your players. I mean, you, you look at it; they've played three Stanley Cups finals in a row. That's like um, a whole extra season. Yeah, it is, yeah, and and it's such a short off season, yeah. but and, and plus that they're getting older. I mean, that team isn't the young team they've had in the past. So I just don't know if they can flip that switch when they get to the playoffs. They're it's looking like they'll probably have to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round. That is a tough task. Yeah. Um, the the problem is even if they did flip the switch, nobody's beating the Boston Bruins. I don't yeah. think. I mean, they're they're on track to possibly break the record for most wins in a season. Yeah, they, they play some tough hockey, very physical, fast hockey. So, you know, it, it might uh, be better if they just bowed out <laughs> in the first round, got some rest, and came back hard next year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, and they, they probably have to retool the roster a little yeah, bit as rebuild. well. Yep. Um, but anyway, so uh, that's, that's your professional local update. Now going to the high schools, colleges, starting out in uh, high school um, baseball with Lake Wales. Yeah, it looks like the Lakeland Highlanders won – the uh, the Dan Giannini Hawks baseball classic yep. for the first time in school history. So that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, good for Lake Wales, uh, and then also another team that's usually very strong in baseball, mm-hmm. Santa Fe. They yeah. start out their season as well. Yeah, it looks like they um, actually uh, took third in that same tournament, and they they closed out with a uh, barn burner seven to two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, but they're always a strong program. A lot of good baseball programs. We always talk about the talent in Polk County. Uh, on all levels in all sports. Um, of course, you have Lakeland High School in, in football and, and some others sure. along there. Um, but baseball, there's some there's some perennial powerhouses that, that play there as well. Speaking of that, on the soccer side, uh, on, on both boys and girls, but uh, here we're talking about girls soccer at Lakeland Christian. Yeah, I mean, that's another another dynasty when it comes to, to field sports and, and soccer in general. It looks like uh, the Lakeland Christian girls soccer coach, Jason Streets, was named the Dairy Farmers Class 2A Coach of the Year. Yeah. He led um, the program to their third consecutive state title. Yeah, not, not, not too shabby of a record uh, when you're 21-2-2. Two and two. That's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about, you know, the consecutive years of winning and, and the toll it takes on your players. So, and you know, the kind yeah. of coaching it takes to get them, keep them uh, in shape, you know, because it is an additional season. It's a lot of wear and tear. Yeah, definitely. So uh, a lot going on. Uh, you got baseball starting up uh, in high school, soccer uh, wrapping up, but uh, on to local colleges. And, and we always talk about it, especially during football season. A lot of people forget, you know, we talk college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a lot of local uh, great programs here in Polk County on all levels, or not on all levels, but in all sports. Uh, and, and you talk Southeastern, Florida Southern, Weber, Warner, yep. uh, all have great programs. Polk State College, uh, again, you talk about powerhouses baseball especially for bill and his boys yeah uh and and softball too um but let's start with uh, southeast university men's tennis yeah it looks Um, like yeah they they're on a roll yeah it looks like they uh they earned their 10th win of the season overtaking hamilton college that was a 6-1 another another blowout for in terms of tennis 
uh, the fire will return home tomorrow and take on St. Thomas at one o'clock. If uh, anyone's interested and wants to wants to catch a, a tennis match, yeah, nice. And uh, we'll we'll jump because uh, I'm looking at it. We'll we'll jump around a little bit. Sure. Polk State, you mentioned uh, Coach Corbeil and the team they always uh, assemble over there. At Polk State, um, they've started off their season pretty strong already. Yeah, they've uh, they started off uh, with uh, a series lead over the St. Pete Titans three to two, and then they return. Uh, to take on State College of Florida tomorrow in Bradenton at six o'clock, um, but Polk State again another one that's that's always a strong team. Yeah, yeah, no, they they're they're tough, and you know I think there's a long tradition of tough baseball that that's been had there. A lot of good players have come out of there. So, you know, talking back to Corbeil and, and back to the days of being Tyus. So. Yeah, yeah, and and Coach Corbeil he played uh, he played in the majors I yeah. believe. Yeah, he uh, it's funny uh, you talk about the tradition. His son actually. Uh, uh, plays baseball with my son out at uh, at Peterson Park. So oh, that's awesome. Uh, Coach Corbeil, I got to uh, to coach alongside him a little bit uh, in in some tournaments uh, last summer. A great guy, and and like you said, builds a great program. The recruiting he does, uh, and, and just yeah, the the sports program at, at Polk State is is second to none. Softball as well. They're uh, they're rolling too. Yeah, they um, Polk State softball um, sh- got shut out twice in their doubleheader, unfortunately, against uh, the number nine Seminole State College. Um, but, um, you know, the, the games were scored 11 to 0 and 1 0 respectively. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's tough, but you know, it's, I think that's good learning experience for the girls. Um, yep. the Eagles will actually, uh, return home and to host Manchester university JV in their last non-conference game at four o'clock. Yep. And, uh, also we'll, uh, real quick, uh, jump to Florida Southern before we take our, our next break. Uh, golf is, is, is always uh, huge at Florida Southern. Um, we talked, I think actually, again, last time I hosted for those, uh, in the, in my fan club that listened, uh, they heard us talk about the lacrosse program at Florida Southern, especially women's lacrosse. That's been so strong. But men's and women's golf, just the same. Uh, they both started off uh, in, in some invitationals. Yeah. Yeah, women's uh, golf, actually, for Polk State, finished ninth place at the Barry U Invitational on Tuesday. They scored 930. You know, it's a it's a plus 78. It's not, not too bad. Um, they actually return home April 3rd to the 4th, and uh, we'll have their regular season tournament at uh, the Lynn Invitational. Nice. And then the men's side, uh, they uh, placed fourth in the uh, Bobcat Invitational with a score of 571. That sounds really bad, but that's not just one round. That's no. uh, that's over the entire tournament. That's what I shoot in one round, uh, <laughs> but they shot that over the entire tournament, uh, 11 over. Uh, they'll also take a week off um, before competing in their last regular season tournament in uh, the battle of the sh- battle at the shores, April third and fourth. So they're wrapping up their season. Uh, traditionally, a very uh, strong uh, program over there, men's and women's uh, in golf for Florida Southern. Uh, but a lot going on. Uh, Weber uh, women's lacrosse, women's flag football. Uh, they've started up, um, and uh, Warner baseball and softball doing well. Also, uh, Warner lost two out of three. In their three-game Sun Conference series, uh, the most recent uh, series, um, but they will host another conference series against Southeastern University uh, starting tomorrow at three. So a lot of rivalries being formed around the county. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of NAIA schools playing against each other, like um, like Weber, Warner, mm-hmm. Southeastern in, in some instances. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it's great to have all these college programs, not only just. For, for locals to go out and watch and experience some some college sports, but for our high school students that have an opportunity to move on uh, to play at the collegiate level, uh, some great opportunities to stay close to home and play for some good programs. Yeah, you know, and it gives the young kids something to aspire to too. When as they go to these games and they see how the next level plays and how quick it is, so it's 
it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, all good. And uh, that's uh, some of the local update. We'll come back. Uh, you know, at what we do at Tourism and Sports Marketing, we bring a lot of sporting events to the county, puts people in our hotels, spending money in restaurants. So we have a lot of events coming up. This is the busy time of year. We got sun and fun starting next week. A lot of visitors in town from Michigan for spring training. So we'll give you that local update of some events coming into the area that uh, you can check out. Uh, but we, right now we're going to take our last break of the show. We'll come back, Chris and Josh, with you on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central, brought to you by Hall Communications. Finishing up the last segment is Josh and Chris. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Fourth and final segment. We appreciate you tuning in tonight to the big show. And uh, talked a lot today. Uh, had a lot to cover. And uh, we're going to wrap it up with uh, some upcoming events uh, coming up here in Polk County. And also, we mentioned... Uh, We'll start off Tiger Spring training. They had not a lot of chances left to see the big club before they head back to Detroit. Uh, and, and they're going to be, we've talked about it before, they're going to be an exciting team to watch. A lot of young talent on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, don't, I don't even want to say they're rebuilding anymore. They're there. Now they just need to get this young talent developed, get them this ex- the experience on the field. And, uh, you know, new GM or new uh, director of baseball, oper- president of baseball operations, Scott Harris. Uh, has come on board and uh, really retooling this team. And I think they're going to be fun to watch this year. So, again, you only have a couple chances left. They're in action on the road tonight as part of a split squad. Tomorrow night they are at home uh, at 6 o'clock start, or 6.05 to be exact. Uh, <laughs> give you five extra minutes to get in the stadium against the Pirates. Uh, and then they are at home one more time after that, and that's Sunday against the Rays. And then they're off until next Thursday when they open in St. Pete at the Trop against the Rays. For opening day, so not a lot of chances left to see the Tigers um, for spring training. And then uh, also coming up, we have a lot of events taking place all around the county. Like we said, the Rust Mat Baseball Collegiate Invitational just is wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, that, that's an event that well, how many was it like three hundred teams? Yeah, right, uh, right under three hundred teams this year. Yeah, they play something like eight hundred or a thousand games mm-hmm. over over a six-week period all throughout the county. That's wrapping up now. Uh, but Lake Myrtle's still busy out in Auburndale with some soccer as uh, part of FYSA, uh, the Florida Soccer Association, headquartered here. Yep. They have a big event coming. Yeah, Joel, Joel Dragon and his crew, they're putting on the, the annual President's Cup. It's actually going into the elimination round this weekend, and it should be some exciting soccer. Nice. Yeah, so that's going on out at Lake Myrtle. Uh, that's this coming weekend, like mm-hmm. you said. And also this weekend, the uh, the YBOA, Youth Basketball of America, they've been a great partner, uh, hosted events here in Polk County for many, many years. They have a big event coming up at the Advent Health Fieldhouse over in Winter Haven, the YBOA Citrus Super National Qualifier, uh, about 231 uh participants uh, i believe teams in that one yeah uh, and that's coming up uh, this weekend as well so a lot going on throughout polk county it's, it's a busy a, weekend yeah it's gonna be a good weekend and just just right down the road from there at, at bock tower gardens it's not sports but it is a, a pretty fun event they're actually hosting their concert under the stars it's going to be march 24th um and, and then and, you know if you miss it this weekend you can certainly come back um it'll be uh, here on april 21st and april 28th that's yeah. seven to nine and they have different acts uh, for those and, and these are big names so the one tomorrow night uh that you mentioned steep canyon rangers and for those not familiar they were they won grammy awards that's wow. the band that steve martin um plays with sometimes oh, that's right um yeah. and then i believe the next one i think that it, one of those two april dates uh, is the Steel Drivers, and you may re- recognize them. They are the band that Chris Stapleton started out with. 
Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know what he did after there. I haven't heard much of him. Is he? I don't know if he went on to do anything big, but uh, I've heard the name Chris Stapleton a few times. <laughs> but no, they. You can check that out. It's awesome to go out to Bach Tower at night. Check out the concert under the stars. The next one is tomorrow night, 7 p.m., and there are still tickets available. Hang out on the lawn and watch a, a great Grammy Award-winning band. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and you you mentioned Sun and Fun, uh, Sun and Fun starting up uh, next week. I know a lot of people are excited for for the aerospace um, expo that's going to be taking place, the museum, and you know, and all the good stuff that comes along with that event. Uh, we're excited. Man, it starts up on uh, next Tuesday, goes through next Sunday, so. Um, you got to get out there. A lot of changes this year to parking. For those of you that maybe have gone in the past, you had to wait in line to get in. You can prepay for your parking on the Sun and Fun website. You can pre- prepay for your tickets. They have a whole new shuttle system. It is going to be, uh, and it's always it been a great experience, but really stepped up the customer service even more this year. Uh, you're going to experience great new things. They move some things around. Uh, the Warbird ramp you, it will, is moved a little bit, um, a little closer to the flight line now. So you'll see they have the Wednesday night air show, the Saturday night air show, a lot going on out there. Check out their website, the Sun and Fun website, Sun and Fun Aerospace Expo, or give them a Google and you'll find them. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's going to be great. Thunderbirds are here this year. A lot of great things yeah, going on. A lot of on. people are excited that they're back. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people come in for this yeah. event. All the hotels are full. So uh, the largest convention in the state of Florida taking place starting next Tuesday here in Lakeland. Yeah. You know, something that's um, right across the street coming up uh, the following weekend is actually the Showstoppers Dance Competition. It's going to be held here at the RP Funding Center. They're expecting over 1,000 dancers. Wow. Yeah, they, they do a great job over RP Funding, of course, with a lot of these competitions like that, dance competitions, uh, and, and many, many things like that. A lot of great shows take place over there. I know Classic Albums Live is coming up. Uh, and so a lot of a lot of things great going show. on there, just like uh, another one is tonight, Lakeland Magic yep. uh, playing. And, again, they only have a couple games left. Also coming up uh, 1st uh, of April, the USFA Queen of Clay. That's uh, at the Bartow Softball Complex softball event um, and Christina Park. Over 500 participants in that one. And then we also mentioned Russ Matt, week number six, high school participation uh, going on now, or high school games. So check it all out. Go to visitcentralflorida.com or centralfloridasports.com to find out about all these events and more. Josh, we're out of time. We'll see if they invite us back again probably in a couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, here's the hope again. <laughs> all right, with that, uh, for Josh, I'm Chris. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll uh, catch you again next time on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF.